to the Film School for Marketers podcast. We are filming episode number 18, which is crazy. I am Mariah, you know this guy, Zach, and we have a special guest today from Drift, and that's Cody Bernard, who is the product marketing manager over there. How's it going, Cody? It's going well. How about you guys? Good, good. So tell our audience, if they're not familiar with Drift, a little bit about Drift and, and what it does. Yeah. So Drift is a conversational marketing platform um, designed to help sales teams connect with their future customers now. Um, we like to think of ourselves as the new way that businesses buy from businesses. So it's a really, really exciting time to be here at Drift. Awesome. And you guys just launched a really cool tool, uh, a video tool, Drift Video. Do you want to tell us a little bit about why you guys launched it in the first place? Um, what got you guys to invest and focus the energy on it? Yeah. So uh, over the last few years, our founders noticed that there's been two kind of big mega trends in B2B. The first was messaging. So that was kind of the spawn of the conversational marketing platform that you guys have, have come to see. Um, and then the second was video. So video is something that is taking the world by storm right now. Um, you see it across not even just B2B, but everything from consumer products like Instagram and LinkedIn, et cetera. It's just eating the world. We obviously love it just a little bit. Um, so tell us how, how it works exactly. Um, you know, how, how do people, how do you guys use it? How are you seeing that your clients are using it? Yeah. So video, I mean, has been used here for at least the last like year and a half, two years. So I, I'd like to think the sales team here were early adopters of video. Um, but basically they use it throughout their entire sales process. And the essential goal of it is to kind of provide that human element, just show that you're an actual human on the, on the other side of that email. Um, and it's just helped just our sales team engage with, with more of their prospects at a much higher rate, which is awesome. Yeah. I think I read in an article, um, I think it was by Inc that there was a quote by David Kanzler. He mentioned something about when you looked at your past year, like what was it? 50% of the revenue was tied to using video in the sales process or something. Yeah. So out of all of the uh, closed business in 2018 um, and into 2019, 50% of it were, were influenced by video itself. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> that is yeah, it was, That was more validation than anything of, but we got to do something about this. Cody, what makes, I mean, there's, there's many other, you know, kind of one-to-one -one video options and players and, and things that people might look at if they're uh, wanting to get into one-to-one -one video. If they're already a Drift customer, obviously it makes sense to use this, but like, what are the major differences of this versus some of those other ones like GoVideo and Soapbox and Loom? Is, is this product meant to kind of compete with those options as, a, as, an, as another option? Or is it meant really just to assist people who are already using the Drift and a, and a great conversational marketing strategy on their website? Yeah, so I think it's definitely meant to benefit everybody. Um, so current Drift customers, definitely. Um, and then also just people that aren't Drift customers. So it, it definitely does compete with, with some of those other um, vendors, like you mentioned, like GoVideo, Soapbox, Loom, those are all like amazing tools. Um, but the way that we like to think of video is that it's another way for to help you to start conversations. So being integrated with the Drift, plat Drift platform, we were able to take from our existing technology and incorporate that concept into Drift Video um, and just allow you to start a conversation in real time when someone's actually watching your video. So that's a little bit about how it's like different, but the benefit can be used across the entire business, not just necessarily salespeople, although they are customer facing. So they do get that, um, that better exposure. But 
Um, it's another way for internal communication, training on your products, et cetera. So you mentioned a really good buzzword there, real time. <laughs> give us an example of, of what you mean by that. So, uh, you know, what does that mean being able to use one to one video in real time? Yeah. So you'll send out an email. Um, let's say if you're a sales rep and you're prospecting into a new account, you're going to send out an email. Hey, uh, my name is Zach. Uh, I'm your account rep. I want to get 15 minutes in your calendar, et cetera. Um, what you can do with video is that obviously somebody is going to view it. Hopefully that's the ideal goal. Um, and you'll get notified that they viewed it as a rep. But before the only way to follow up was through email or then you pick up the phone and you call them. Mm -hmm. What you can do with Drift video is uh, engage with them in real time. So when you click into that notification, it will open up um, the conversation inbox of Drift. And then you can just live chat with them. Right wow. from the video. I feel like that's such a piece that even I have overlooked, you know, in this whole adoption of one-to-one -one video and how we're using it to improve these conversations. You know, it's like the technology that there was just kind of a barrier there to this is another step. Like once you get the email, you do have to go, you click on that link, you have to go watch the video on that page yeah. and you have to come back to the email and respond. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't even really thought of the fact that, that, wow, that's, that's valuable time that's being spent by the prospect. And it's, and it's a valuable opportunity for customer service or sales to your point could immediately start the conversation. Yeah, I think the, I mean, the ultimate benefit is to the prospect themselves. Like you want to make sure that you're allowing them to communicate in the way that they want to communicate with you. So you don't necessarily have to jump into a chat, but you're giving them that option. So if they do want to talk to you about whatever the concept of your video is, they can do that. Or if you want, like you can just like not chat with them and allow them to engage with you through email if that's their preferred like method. Uh, so I'm curious about one thing. Let's say I send one of these and, and my prospect or my viewer goes and watches that and that chat pops up and they type something in there. I get an immediate notification that they are, are chatting on that page and I just jump right in via the, the drift extension or how does that work exactly? Yeah. So let's say if they chatted with you, um, within that interface, within the video, what you'll do is you'll get notified. So whether if you're on your computer, great, that's awesome. You'll get like a push notification there or your phone, um, you'll get a push notification there. And then when you jump into it, it's going to look, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what uh, the drift inbox looks like for, for chat conversations, but it, that's where it's going to bring you. So as the rep, you then go into that interface and then you can start talking with them right from there. So it's just, it's very similar to a LinkedIn message or a Facebook message. I'm going to get a notification on my phone and I can just jump right in and start talking. Exactly. So it's a push notification, just like any message. And yeah, the, the functionality and the way that you communicate with somebody is incredibly similar to what people use today in just everyday conversation. That's awesome. That's crazy. It was a really cool concept that it, it was just amazing to see kind of everyone's feedback on it initially and just saying like, oh, wow, that was kind of the aha moment for a lot of people. So yeah. it was cool to see that validation. And then I'm assuming in terms of like tracking as well, like I can track within Drift, like my analytics of how video is performing. Yeah. So you can definitely see like if you send it to a prospect, how many times it's been viewed um, just so you have good context of did they, did they watch my video or did they share it with anybody? In terms of like even best practice stuff with video, is there stuff that you guys are seeing that has worked really well or for even customers of Drift has worked really well in their video strategy within conversational marketing? Yeah, that was definitely something that um, that was a big kind of aha moment for ourselves internally is that it's so new so trying to figure out best practices, we went out to our current customers. Obviously, we leveraged the internal drift team. Um, 
And then a lot of the feedback we got was that obviously salespeople, their time is precious and they don't want to spend it too much time doing that. So one of the best things that we've seen over the last few months that our customers are doing is making these more one-to-many type of videos. So not necessarily using somebody's name or somebody's company, but still using terms like you and your and, and being able to still provide that personalization, but then tossing that in a sequence and then just letting that go. So they can still hit all of their accounts without taking the time to make a video for each one of those accounts. That's something I, I personally preach a lot. So I doing like a lot of on the sales side video and stuff like that. We've just seen that that has saved so much time and people don't know, like they think it's them. You don't have to say their name. The fact that it's like on your webcam or whatever makes them think it's, it's for them. So that's super cool. What do you think the effect is going to be on the one-to-one video scene of this type of change in the way that one-to-one videos are consumed? Yeah. So I think um, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for a lot of people. I mean, it's something that, I mean, it depends on who you are as a person, but it could be against your nature. Like I, for one, hated recording videos of myself. I'm, I, I hate taking camera or pictures. I hate getting on camera. But once you kind of get over that initial hump, it's just something that is so valuable because it just allows you to connect with somebody on a much deeper level. And that can be used across an entire organization. So it's not even just salespeople. It's, it's everybody from, even if you're sending out internal videos, like our CEO sends out um, videos on a monthly basis to the management group so that he can then um, get across some of the things that he's thinking about. And then also the customer facing teams is a no brainer. Um, I think where I see video going is more getting into the organization as a whole. Um, so again, leveraging it across all those different departments, just as a way to better connect with the people who you're pretty much talking to every day, just kind of behind email as it is. It's interesting you bring that up too. Cause I think about, cause I mean, impact is mostly a remote company, like 60% of us are remote and we, we use video internally as well to relay messages and what's going on. And I think a lot of times if you're just emailing or you're just slacking, like you lose the message really easily or you take things the wrong way and things get lost in the shuffle. And yeah, video solves for so many of those issues. I think people forget that that's a way you can leverage it. Right. And I think like video, it's, it's, there's obviously the one-to-one asynchronous video, like when you're recording yourself and you're going to send it to somebody, but then there's tools like, like zoom, like what we're on right now. And it's just like one of those things where like, that's just a part of everyday life and it's just going to only become more and more popular throughout uh, B2B. So you bring up a really great point, Cody, and I don't want you to spoil anything or give away any trade secrets, but Zoom being the awesome meeting tool that it is, it's live, it's, uh, you know, it's it's totally separate from one-to-one video. It's literally a one-to-one real-time, like live feed. Do you see this video product getting to a point where it is similar to that in that it's not a pre-recorded video, but it's an actual live feed of a customer service rep or a sales rep or something like that? Not in the short term. I think Zoom, they've done an absolutely amazing job at building a video conferencing tool that actually works. Um, like I used to work for a company and we used to go to a uh, GoToMeeting and I thought it was really great, but then we transitioned over to Zoom and just like the overall quality of the product was amazing. Um, in regards to like live video, I don't see that being at least an hour kind of plans or strategy in the short term. It could be somewhere we get longer term um, because we do have a few ideas for where the product can go over the next 6, 12, 18 months. Um, But in the short term, what we're going to be trying to solve for is more about how to increase engagement across the board within an organization. So um, 
without going too much <laughs> into detail about our product roadmap, um, some of the functionality that we're looking into, um, definitely getting deeper into analytics around video views and and um, consumption, and then obviously integrating with third-party tools out there that allow people to do their jobs on an everyday basis. Anything uh, deeper you want to tell us about the <laughs> six, eight, 12-month plan? Well, I mean, I think like we obviously want to make it much easier to use, right? Like we want to lower the barrier to entry for video in general. So I think um, a great example of what Zoom has done for people that aren't really comfortable getting on camera, they've added the ability to put on filters. You want to get to a point where you're providing a product that people are comfortable using every day. So like the Instagrams, the Snapchats of the world, but also kind of maintaining that balance of a professional type of experience with, within a company. Yeah. So I could have some cat ears or something like that in my outreach. <laughs> yes. If that makes everybody more comfortable on, on getting, uh, on getting in front of the camera and actually that's the way people want to consume content. I mean, we're going to have to, we're going to build for the customer at the end of the day. Okay. Some I like it. filters, some of those like Instagram filters. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, random question. So I was like looking at the different features of the product and something stood out to me um, that I feel like Zach and I have heard from even clients we work with. Um, there's like a security element to the platform as well, right? Yeah. So basically the security element to it. Um, so we noticed that throughout the sales process, there like later stages, you're talking about pricing and you're sending out proposals or maybe there's some product roadmap information that you don't necessarily want to get into the wrong hands or out into the public. So uh, what we did is we built in a few um, security permissions where you can actually identify who has access to your video. So you can do that at the domain level. You can do it at the individual email level. So you, you can make sure that you're controlling who's actually watching your videos. So think of it like a Google Sheet or a Google Doc works like that, the, the exact same concept. We just did an episode on this actually about the security piece of it because there's a lot of companies that worry about if it's even for them, like is it even an option because they don't want that information getting out. So that's good to know. Yeah, and that's something that's like super important as you move up market too, just in the um, SMB to, to enterprise spaces as you get larger companies, it's more of a mandate than it is a nice to have. So it's, you can do this for free, right? Like drift video, there's a free option. Um, but say I'm signing on as a paid customer. Like, do you guys do a bit of training around how to get started with it and how to integrate it into your playbooks and your process? Yes. We put together, we started to put together like a library of content to help you get started. So everything from, um, like help documentation on using the product all the way up to, um, more thought leadership and best practices uh, of how to use the product. Um, but then I think there's also a much bigger role that we can play on kind of defining what the video usage will look like within an organization. And that's something that we're currently planning out right now. So you bring up a great point, Cody, and like the education and things like that. And that's, you know, helping a company determine their usage, what that looks like is really important. I'm curious, I know the product hasn't been out that long, but what are, what are some of the things that you're noticing that are barriers to adoption of this type of technology? Yeah, so that's, that's a really good question. Um, the biggest number one barrier, I would say, is probably around taking the time to record a video. Mm. So like when we initially launched this um, and we were really honing in on, on the sales persona, they don't really want to add more work to their plate, which is completely valid. Um, so the number one thing is trying to displace the notion of that it's going to take you a ton of time and effort to record these videos, where in reality, um, there's the ability to kind of 
take less time in your everyday work from maybe not writing as much in an email recap or uh, reusing the same videos in your outreach where you can truly save some time there. And then I'd say the second biggest kind of objection or, or barrier to entry for video is at a management level. So it's something that needs to be ingrained in your culture. Um, here at Drift, what we do, every single new hire has to record a video and post it into our general Slack channel, telling everybody who they are just to get them more comfortable with it. Um, and it's it's been a very easy way for everyone just to get comfortable using video. But we've seen like with a few of the, the a few of our customers and a few of the people that we've been trying to sell into that it's not necessarily the same case throughout other organizations. Yeah, we run into the same thing. And to your first point too, I mean, the, the time thing doesn't make sense to me in a lot of ways because it saves me a tremendous amount of time and makes all of my outreach more effective. And that's not just me, but I've seen this play out in sales teams. It's like, you know, how long does it take you to write an effective email versus how long does it take you to record an effective video? Once you get to video 20, 25, 30, you know, in your journey, it, that it doesn't take time. It actually saves you a lot of time. Yeah, I think like it's one of those things where it's still so new that people are like, if it works for me, great. I will absolutely start using it. Yeah. But if they haven't actually dipped their toes into the water yet and have used video, that's where they get kind of caught up of like, oh, it's going to take me too many takes to record the video or it's going to take me too much time versus what they're already probably doing um, with like writing emails yeah. or, or anything. Like it's, it's funny because I've seen people be like, all right, I'll try it out. And it's kind of like going to the gym. Like they'll start to be like, oh, I just don't have time now. Like even though it's starting to work, I'm just not going to do it. And then I like fall out of it so easily. But I think, I mean, to your point of like having to re-record and that's going to take time. I, I know something that we preach is that it's not supposed to be perfect. Like this is not supposed to be really producing. Like I'm going to connect with someone who's more real. And like, if you stumble a little bit, like power to you, I, I can connect with you a little bit more than this having to be so perfect. And I think that's probably something else people get super hung up on with me on camera. And like, that's, that's the point of video is to show that you're human. So if you do mess up a little bit, it's fine because you're going to mess up on a call or a demo or whatever it is. Um, that's a really, really great point. Yeah. I love what you do about having new hires post a video. That's such a great idea to get people to buy into that. Cody, have you seen any sort of really unique uses or like creative things that people have been doing with this product so far? Yeah, for sure. Um, creativity, we definitely don't lack that around here. Um, we've, we've seen everything from leveraging whiteboards with names on it. That's more common to going and grabbing the VP of sales to record a video with you um, to show that there's the level of executive involvement. Um, there was one story we had where a lead gone or went dark on one of the sales reps. So what he did is he recorded a video with him just like dripped in drift swag and, and like all of this like great content from Sendoso and was like, Hey, I'll send this over to you if you book a meeting with me. <laughs> so it was, and it worked, it, it worked. And, um, I think the more creative you are, the more emotion you're going to pull out of a prospect or somebody you're trying to talk to and just show like, again, that you're human. And it, it just, we've seen a ton of success with, with stuff like that. That's awesome. So to get some drift swag, I just need to <laughs> Book a meeting. <laughs> that, that was that was his uh, his goal, his offer. Um, That's a goal. We've, yeah, we, we've even leveraged it on the marketing side of things too. So like we will put uh, videos in our newsletters. We'll put video, um, like we did it for the product launch itself. Like I, I sent out an email to all of our customers and prospects with a video of me 
announcing the product and I was able to then just chat with a bunch of people who were interested like about the product itself right then and there. So that was a really cool use case from a product marketing perspective. One of my, man, I wish, I kind of wish that Drift Video was out like months ago. Like one of, I would say like our biggest success stories with conversational marketing was like someone was going to book a meeting with us didn't fully do it. And I sent like a video and an email right after. And we closed that deal. Like it would have taken us maybe like three, four weeks. We closed it in like less than two. And it was one of our biggest retainers. Like, and it's just something that could have slipped through the cracks. So yeah, there's definitely power in finding ways to integrate it for sure. Overall, Cody, what, if you could define the one thing or one impact that Drift wants to make when it comes to video, what, what would that be? I think it's just connecting people and specifically for, for our audience of sales and marketers, it's connecting them with prospects and with buyers as quickly as possible. Um, so meeting everybody where they are and, and allow them to communicate and engage with you at their own terms. All right. So Cody, as we bring this episode home, we've got a fun little game. This game's called Just a Minute. And the way you play Just a Minute is I'm going to give you a, a thing or a phrase and you have to talk about this thing for a minute as if you actually know what you're talking about. You can try and sell it to me. You can just talk about it. You could, you could say how you're, what you're doing with it, whatever you want, but you must go for a period of 60 seconds. Oh, wow. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock and then I'm going to give you the thing. Okay. I am not ready, but let's do it. Well, you've got just a minute. Okay. okay? So your thing is a car without wheels a car without wheels okay all right so i was walking down the street the other day and i was taking the long route to work because i wasn't necessarily in the right mindset to actually get there at the same time that i typically do so i was walking down the street and i saw a huge crowd just huddled around this one light post and I had no idea why and I'm like okay I got some time I'm going to go and I'm going to investigate this a little bit maybe be one of those passer buyers that you see when people are driving really slow on the highway and that's what backs up traffic and it's the worst thing in the world so I walked over and I went through a group of a, about like three people in front of me and I saw this car that was on fire but it had no wheels on it and I was like how is this even possible that this oh car gosh. is in the middle of the street let alone on fire with no wheels on it whatsoever. There was no one in the car, so nobody was injured, of course. Um, but what I was really trying to figure out was how did it actually get there without any wheels? So I asked the guy next to me, hey, like, did you hear any of the backstory about what's going on? And he's like, yeah. Like, some random guy drove his car into a light post. It lit on fire, but he had the time to go and take the wheels off and bring them home because they were still in good enough shape. And I was like crazy. That's an unbelievably amazing story. Well done, Cody. That was a minute, 20 seconds. Oh, and, wow. it, and it came wow. to a beautiful close. That was perfect. Wow. Uh, you're talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can tell you work in marketing. You're great at communication and storytelling. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to use that now as a story just in everyday life. Yeah, you should. You should. So Cody, if the people want to connect with you, uh, we can drop your social media stuff in the uh, show notes. If they want to learn more about Drift Video or want to get started with Drift or something like that, what's the next best step for these listeners? 
Yeah. So if you guys want to test out Drift Video, just go to drift.com slash video. And there is a sign up link right in the header. Um, free to get started. So you can just dip the toes in and, and see how it goes. Or you can just reach out to me directly. I'm cbernard at drift.com. I'm happy to, to have any conversations and um, answer any questions you have. Awesome. Thanks, Cody. It was a pleasure having you on the episode today. Thank you so much for being with us. No problem at all. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, everybody, that's been another episode of the Film School for Marketers podcast. Hopefully you learned everything you need to know about Drift Video and want to go check it out for yourself. See if you'd be a great fit and check everything out in the show notes. Make sure you come back next Tuesday for a brand new episode where we talk about something else that'll be cool and fun and probably about video. <laughs> and until we see you next time, keep learning. <laughs>